I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me, two gentlemen today, Adam Cochis and Thomas Ernie, both of Loxon. Loxon is a specialist in lending and risk management software. Let's start, if we may, gentlemen, by looking at the macroeconomic environment. The goalposts have been changed and the pitch has been rearranged in the last six to 12 months, would you not say? Oh, yes. Yes, Robin. And actually, quite significantly. I mean, if you look back to six to 12 months ago, where we've had basically zero inflation, lower interest rates, and reasonably good economic uh, forecasts. Now, when we see inflation is soaring all over the earth, not only in the developing countries, but all over the developed world, Western Europe, US, interest rates are pushed up by the central banks just to think of last week's announcement, mid of September, by the US Federal Reserve, that basically they, do, they will do everything in their power to control inflation. And this has serious consequences all over the earth on the people because it has tremendous impacts on their income, especially the disposable income, affordability of consumer goods, the cost of lending, especially consumer lending, credit cards, and the potential vulnerability of the customers. Well, it's not just the customers. I mean, I'm sitting here thinking there's a whole cohort of people working in financial technology and fintech who have never experienced this. They've grown up, their businesses have grown up in a very benign, non-inflationary environment. This is going to be a major stress test for the financial technology sector overall. It will be interesting to see how the financing will change, like, for example, for BMPL and for the new fintech industry, how they can manage their, their financing in this new change environment where we can see interest rates are hiking. And we also see that since uh, part of the reason is not on the demand side, but more on the supply side, if you look at the gas price, if you look at the agriculture problems, uh, if you look at the microchip lack of having supply basically on, on, on the market, yes, yeah, central banks can affect demand side, less effect on the supply side. We can expect interest rates will further rise, and this is going to be a huge challenge for the industry. So that's going to be also all come down to collection, like how you can manage your collection better in this change environment. Okay, it's going to be painful for the customers, obviously. That sadly goes without saying. But looking at it from the industry point of view, from a financial institution's point of view, and while I don't suppose anybody's worried about, perhaps, or maybe some are, about survival yet, it could come to that. So let's get good practice in place straight away. How can a financial institution ensure that it minimizes its non-performing loans. This is an area of expertise that, that you gentlemen have been working in. How do you do this? Well, it starts actually at the very beginning when the loan is not yet problematic. And this starts with early warning. And what we expect in the very near future is a very strong requirement and interest of the financial institutions for good, reasonable, early warning solutions, trying to identify the customers well in advance who will face financial difficulties on the short and medium term so that they can approach their customers with 
preferably already some pre-approved ideas how to support their customers throughout the waves of financial trouble that many of us forecast. So we believe it starts with early warning and then it will go through the entire process of collections. We truly believe that the financial institutions have to get much closer to their customers who will be in the dire need of the helping hand of the financial institutions. So not pushing them to collect the money back, but rather behaving as a real partner to the customer and let the customers decide what is the best way, supporting them with advice throughout the collection, but let the customers decide. Let the customers use as much self-service, as much proactive approaches towards them because the customers will know in the end, based on the help provided by the financial institution, what is the best way of weathering the storm. What about making the ability to pay, not the ability to pay, the the way to pay more flexible? Is this what you're talking about in terms of getting closer to the customer, working in partnership with the customer? You know, banks have to deeply understand the real situation of each and any customer. Big mass collection activities, we believe, are over. Collection is all about targeted approach, hyper-personalization understanding exactly the financial situation of the different customers through the help of analytics, detailed data and analytics. And this way, finding the best way how to help the customer, weathering their own challenges. Adam, you have something you were going to add to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just wanted to react on this as well, that uh, that from the customer point of view, we could see that customers are using their mobile very heavily for banking, but much less on the collection side. So we could also focus more on the customer experience on the collection side and having this client-centric approach, particularly in the expected uh, difficult times, you will see like friendly need is a friend indeed can be relevant for the banks as well. Like when clients are going to get in trouble, how flexibly you can uh, manage their, their problem. Can you approach them proactively based on the early warning indicators Tamash mentioned, for example, with some restructuring uh, proposals or moratorium proposals or or how flexibly you can provide maybe a platform for your client to do some self-restructuring, approach it with some proposed payment promise option. And also, I believe the upcoming time can be utilized for education because for the client, it's very important to understand that the worst, absolute worst, in case of falling behind in their payments, the absolute worst is they do not respond to the bank request, to the bank phone calls. So it's much better always to start cooperating with the bank as early as possible. And we can use this period of time for educating our clients who are still in good shape, but they might get to problem uh, later on. So, uh, and we can use also mobile applications for some education purposes, thus increasing the client experience at the end and the results. All this sounds great, but how do we get banks? And, and let's be honest, banks, particularly established banks, are not known for their agility and their speed of activity. They tend to move slowly and purposefully. How do we get a bank to prepare itself to take everything you've just been discussing on board to implement it? to their customers? There are numerous tools or activities that banks can proactively start doing. One would be, as Tamash mentioned, this, uh, the, the early warning uh, indicators, even with the existing system, existing infrastructure, banks already sitting on a huge amount of data, even as of today. 
oftentimes may not have, particularly for collection, may not have proper data governance. They may not have proper data lineage, meaning that they know exactly the source and reliability of all the data that, uh, that they might consider for, for some sort of early warning tool or some other analytical tool. So I think one of the uh, potential action points is to collect this type of data and understand what is the data that they uh, that they are sitting on. Another type of uh, approach could be to move to the more open API-based uh, uh, ecosystem, which means that are more and more service providers who can provide the banks with very important data, how they can enhance their uh, prediction that they that they could be that they could be used. So that's another potential action step they can move forward. I'm just hearing one thing, data, 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 management of data, make sure you've got the right data. And I guess it's true to a certain extent that banks have the information they need, but they just don't necessarily know they have it. It might be in the wrong place. It might be in the wrong silo. It needs to be brought together, cleaned up and properly analysed. Apart from the pure data and the management of the data, the proper management of the data, what else do we need to do in terms of the systems in the bank? What about the lending system? What about the collection system? Nowadays, there are numerous, numerous changes on the on, on the market. There are so many new approaches, so many new techniques, so many new solutions, true for the credit, for the collection side, for, for all of this. There are the, the word really, really sped up. So you, you could start talking about API uh, first approach, microservice-based API first approach. You need to realize also together with the fintech that we are part of a big ecosystem and banks are just part of this ecosystem. They do not need to cover all the value chain, but they need to focus their strengths, but they really believe that their core business is and be the best in that. I believe that the we, we, we can look at this market like 10, 15 years ago, and I believe we will see that the current fintechs and the current banks will not be all that different uh, down the road 10, 15 years. If you do not find your core competence, you do not find what are you best in in this ecosystem, you might be sacrificed on this evolutionary route. So I think what you really should focus on is try to find what you're best in and focus on that and make sure that you understand uh, your place in the value chain and also to follow what your vendors uh, potentially can, can offer to you, conferences uh, can, can, can offer to you, participate on vendor discussions and uh, collect the information that can help you to become the best in your core business. And for banks, I think each and every bank, actually each and every financial institution, should ask themselves the question, how core is, how critical is collection to their business success and to their relation to their customers. Because for many banks, the response will be, it is a core activity because it is part of the customer journey, a positive customer journey that we take together with our customers. And in this case, they should build up a collection infrastructure, a collection ecosystem that is driven by the bank and that focuses on this positive customer journey. And then there will be other banks that will not see collection as a critical part of the customer journey that they take with their customers. There they have numerous options, how and what to outsource to external parties that can simply do it better. So this is, 
I believe where it starts. And what we see is that more and more banks believe that now collection is a real part of the positive customer journey. And especially now when we expect that retail and corporate SME customers having financial troubles, the numbers will increase. We believe that more and more banks will see how important it is, how they treat their customers who have now financial difficulties. More institutions now will be saying that collection, of course, collections are important to us, just at the time when collections are becoming more problematic. Two, three years ago, when there was a benign interest rate environment and things were just chugging along, it wasn't important because it wasn't going wrong. Now it's that there could be issues and suddenly it's become important to the institution. Yes, and you know, there, there are multiple trends. This trend, what we see is that collection becomes more important. That's why more and more banks will have a desire to see it as a core competence and as part of their core value generation process for their customers. On the other hand, there is a very strong regulatory push to move out NPS from the balance sheet. And then also there are the risk management and finance aspects, what to keep in the balance sheet, what not to keep in the balance sheet, or what to have handled by third parties. So it's a mix of interests and a mix of various trends that the banks have to take into account when they decide which way they want to take regarding collections. Thank you very much, Thomas Ernie and Adam Cochis of Loxham.